Welcome to Spotlight Conversations with voice talent and DJ Donna Reed. Donna talks music and media from her sunny linoleum-free studio. Come on in. Thank you. Another episode of Spotlight Conversations. Very excited today. We're in Greenville, South Carolina with Joe Weehunt. Currently, he has a CD out called Guitar for Christmas, which I love. He's also written scores for TV commercials like uh, Verizon and Home Depot. He's gone Broadway, too. He's done some stuff for them. He's also composed the Carolina Panthers theme music package. Okay, so he's done football, too. Joe Weehunt, thank you for joining me today so much. Where do you get the ideas to compose? (laughs) Oh, first, thanks for having me. I really appreciate uh, being on the podcast. The Guitar for Christmas record has been a work that I got to have control over and I just sort of did what I wanted to do a lot of times when you're working for ad agencies and and broadcast producers you know Mm -hmm. you're you'll do 12 versions of something and change it and make it exactly the way they hear it or they see it and you know I mean that's great and sometimes that's not exactly what you had in mind but uh, this project I got to sort of do my own thing well, let's go back a little bit and um, see how it all started, because I always like to ask okay. creatives how they got their foot in the door. You're a graduate of Furman University, so um, tell me about that. Did you go to Furman with the idea of, I'm going to be a composer? How did that go? Yeah, I, I did. I really wanted to uh, to do film score, and, uh, you know, back in the day, in those days, you had uh, John Williams and... Um, Alan Silvestri and some of the great Thomas Newman, those great film score people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was the nerd who bought the soundtrack albums and listened to them over and over again. All and right. I would I would try to uh, rewrite some of the cues that they would write just to, just to figure out what they would look like on paper and all of you know just your, real real nerd stuff. Did your family support you in that? Uh, oh yes, my mother was very supportive. Um, she, she was behind me all the way, though that's extreme uphill battle. Um, so I went to Furman and, and majored in music theory. Okay. Our Greenville area was growing. BMW was just beginning to move in here at the time, and um, things were starting to really progress. So um, live functions, corporate functions, wedding receptions, things like that started to really explode back when I was in college. Mm-hmm. So it made an opportunity for us to put together some bands and play, uh, like a lot of musicians in college do. Mm-hmm. Um, but we seemed to hit it right at the beginning of the way because we had so much work. And by the time I got out of school, um, we were really playing full time. You had I a mean, gig right was, out of college in music. Right. Wow. Because <laughs> wow. it's a lot better than having a real job, I was thinking. <laughs> So that worked great, and and through that, um, some production work started to happen. Some recording studios started to pop up, so I I built my own little uh, makeshift recording studio in the garage uh, at the back of our house and started doing some work and started to get more and more work, so I got to write more, and I was getting a little closer to my goal that I had set in the beginning. Not quite there yet, but uh, I still had a place to work. Now, when you write scores for TV commercials, um, how does that work exactly? Do they come to you? The ad agency says, well, I want it to sound like this with a little beat at the end, but I want it in A flat. And I mean, I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> how does that work? Do you have total creative control? I mean. 
Oh, well, I have some creative control, but um, usually uh, ad agency people that uh, we've run into are not necessarily music people, so Mm -hmm. dictating the key and all that is probably not something they would do, but uh, they'll use uh, very emotional, descriptive words for Mm -hmm. things that, Uh that well, it takes a while to to really get in that groove to sort of understand where they're going. It's Um, like voiceover work, I bet, because you and I have worked on a couple of projects, and it's the same thing, right? It's got to be a little lilting, but not too much, but with an emphasis on reality or whatever so it's the same for composers too they give you this yeah you you have been there obviously yeah (laughs) oh yeah so interpreting what where they're going became um sort of an art for me i just started to notice sometimes they would tell you to uh pep things up Uh uh-huh and and just as an experiment one time i felt like i knew what they were saying but they didn't really want to speed it up or anything so i slowed the piece down and sort of made it groove a little better, and then gave it back to them, and they said, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So I discovered that there is an interpretation that has to go with that uh, when you're working with ad agencies and creatives like that. What was your favorite commercial that you put together? A challenging, (laughs) but the final result was like, oh, man, this is just what I envisioned. Well, uh, Carolina Panthers has to be that one because – I mean, how many times do you get to go in a, a stadium filled with people and hear your music blasting? <laughs> I mean, How'd you get that gig? Fun. That's so cool. I mean, I know you're in South Carolina, North Carolina, South Carolina. Is it all one big party, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think it is, but I'm not the authority on that. Um, but they were they were bidding out uh, their work. And the, the cool thing about I was at uh, Skyline Post, Okay. And uh, that business had, we had graphic artists, we had video editors, and we had me doing music, composition, and a recording studio. So when uh, a, a business wanted to rebrand or to sharpen their brand, they could get the graphics, they could get their video, they get music done all at the same place. Wow. So what we did, they were, they were bidding this work out, and it came down with, between us and uh, NFL films, actually. And um, so we could do the whole package, and um, we were closer, and we just, through an act of God, we got the job. So we got to record. And through the Panthers, the music was extremely important. Stephen Herbster was the broadcast producer at the Panthers. He was a, he was a great music guy, into a lot of metal kind of music anyway. And uh, he is very particular about it. So actually, I wrote about nine pieces that I thought would work and sort of mopped them up and gave them to him. And then it's sort of music by committee. They all listened and they said, I like a piece of this and a piece of that. And the other, can you add this together, whatever. So I just sort of took their ideas and their motivations and uh, created the piece that we ended up recording. Now, how long did it take you to do that? The whole package? Oh, Wow. Probably a month. Well, what does a, a package entail for some of us that aren't in the composing industry? What what does that mean? What I did is, if you watch a football game, I mean, and this is particular to any any business that you would work for, uh, Ryobi and all that would be different. But if you came into the, you watch a football game, notice every time you have sound. So you have sound when you go out to a commercial. You have sound when you come back into a oh, commercial. Yeah, right. You have you have sound underneath 
you know, when you're talking to the coach or, or whatever, mm-hmm. then you usually have a main theme that you open up the football game with and you see. So uh, what I did is I just I created a what I call sonic branding. I made so all of the sounds that you hear coming into the game, going out to commercial, everything, that they sounded similar but not the same. So you could feel like, hey, that's Panthers music. And it would subliminally let you know, hey, this is the Panthers. So if, if you could be in a separate room in your house and the game came on television, you would know, hey, that's Panthers, right? It just created a little sonic branding. So even the little swishes went whoosh, when the football players, yeah. when they do something good and they put their number across the bottom or whatever. Yeah, right. All of those are in the same key and they have sort of the same drone as the main theme. So everything matches. Wow. I didn't even know that. Now, every time I watch a football game, I'm going to look at it or listen to it differently. So do you watch every Panthers game? Oh, typically we do. We do. We love them. So do you have a lot of Panthers stuff around the house? (laughs) As much as I could uh, uh, get. Uh, They gave us a lot of stuff when we worked with them. So we got a lot of hats and stuff like that. And uh, I got some graphics hanging in my studio at home Uh uh, that we had made. So is this like for a long time working with the Panthers or? Well, actually, what we did took the better part of a year with music deliverables, with graphic deliverables and everything else. I think there was like 120 deliverables. And what what, pieces? Deliverables are little. Okay. All right. So it'd be that little piece of music to go out to commercial, the little piece to come back in, Mm -hmm. the main theme. And then the graphics people would make different graphics for different games and using the logos from the different teams and stuff like that. So it ended up being a lot. So it took us a long time. Um, So it took about a year to do that. And we were really under the impression that, you know, they would use the package for around three years. Uh That's typically what they do. And then they'll come back. And redo it. Redo you know? it, yeah, yeah. So um, they redid their graphics. But the funny thing about the recording part of it was uh, I had the theme that we had you know, worked through and they had approved and we had to go. But, you know, recording all that music only took, you know, it, it was a total of 15 minutes of music. Mm-hmm. So we could probably get it done in an hour and a half. But you have to, I mean, if you're going to book a full orchestra in Nashville, I mean, you have to book them for three-hour increments. So I had time left over, so I said, look, let me write some more things that I like, that I think might work, it's not going to cost you any extra, mm-hmm. and we'll just record them and have them. And if you want to use them, you can. If you don't, you don't have to. We'll just use our time, and they were fine with that. So some of the pieces that we recorded that way are the pieces that they use. they still use which was really unusual. They they don't use the main theme. They stopped using that a couple of years ago, but they still use some of the other pieces that we had in other places throughout. So, In the sports world, people know Joe Weehunt is doing all these really cool sounds for games. Can you do something for the Jets or the Texans? Or, I mean, or are you just exclusive to the Panthers? Oh, no, we don't, we don't have an exclusive with them. Ah. So... 
I so like we're that. wide open. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> telling everybody, this guy, Joe Weehan, he can make that music as you walk in. And when a touchdown is made and they talk to the coach, see, I don't know anything about sports, as I've, as I've said with previous guests. <laughs> but every once in a while, it seems like sports comes up. So I was looking at your bio and I saw Carolina Panthers, but then I saw Broadway and I went, wow, how did that come up before the Panthers composition? Uh, yes. When we, in Greenville, we built the uh, the Peace Center, which is a really nice performing arts theater. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. The, um, a lot of the Broadway shows started traveling through. Mm-hmm. So I also worked for the, our local musician union part-time. Mm-hmm. So when these Broadway shows come through, um, they will they will hire musicians locally in the area to play in those shows as they come through. So uh, we got to play with several of those, and that was that was a lot of fun. They'll bring their conductor and maybe their piano player, and then they will they'll hire orchestra, hire the rest of the orchestra when they get to towns. So, so who did you work with? Well, we did uh, a chorus line, uh, George Burns, Bob Hope. A lot of times when I bring up these people uh, to students here at school, they. They go, who? Oh, come on, <laughs> Bob Hope. We got to retrain uh, these kids. Come on. That's like a I classic. Know. <laughs> You're right. Uh, George Burns, Debbie Reynolds, Jim Neighbors. I was a big fan of uh, Andy Griffith's show, which I guess you have to be if yes. you're in the South. But oh, I sure. loved it. And he, he was amazing. Actually, you know, he was really one of the best entertainers that I had worked with. Because I was wondering, you know, when we were doing the show rehearsing, what's Gomer Pyle going to do for an hour and a half, you know, but man, he can sing, he can dance, he can tell jokes. He, I mean, they were on their feet the whole time. I mean, they love this guy. He's a great entertainer. He was. I missed the Indianapolis 500 hearing him sing. See, there's sports coming in again. It's crazy. I don't get it. <laughs> also, it looks like you were uh, the theatrical music director for the Buddy Holly story and uh, Rock and Roll Forever. Yeah, those are uh, cool. some uh, productions we did at Center Stage here. That must have been just a little bit different than Broadway, right? I mean, that's a whole oh, yeah. different... Yeah. How is it different to you? Yeah, well, you're using uh, very talented people, but they're, it's local talent. you got to massage things and be palatable, mm-hmm. and you got to be a little nicer. But uh, we, had, we had some great shows. Uh, the theater community in this area is really incredible. I mean, we have six or seven local theaters that do super high quality material and they're going you know gangbusters you've also done some political stuff too is that right you've done the music behind a political ad you know it was fun in the beginning you you got to do all these crash and bangs and really negative sounding you know dark (laughs) music for these political people they were trying to make look really bad (laughs) after a while we started to feel bad it's like Ah, I really don't know this guy. Right? <laughs> he has a wife and a family and kids, and look at what we're saying. <laughs> oh, But it, during political season, they had, like, booked our studio, our graphics, or everybody, uh, like, round the clock, you know. Mm-hmm. But a lot of our people were people that we really didn't know. Uh, like I said before, uh, like the Attorney General of Montana or yeah. something like that, yeah. you know. And right. we were doing all those ads, which have great budgets and they're really good but you just don't know them nationally if an opponent said something against another opponent and they had to combat that quickly then we had to make a commercial like overnight 
or within a day or so. Yeah. So our schedule was, yeah, pretty crazy. crazy I bet, especially this year. We're talking to Joe Weehunt. He's a composer. He's done commercials. He's done Broadway. He has composed the Carolina Panthers theme music. So he's just a versatile guy. Also, he's done this Christmas CD called Guitar for Christmas. And I heard it and I went, oh, I love it. It's got like a jazzy feel to it. Now, how long have you been working on that? And what inspired the songs behind that? Did you pick your favorites or how did that start? Well, I think every Christmas, when Christmas music starts, uh, maybe a, a lot of other musicians are the same way. You think, man, I'd really like to do a Christmas record sometime mm-hmm. or a Christmas recording or something. And, you know, you sort of think about it, and then January comes, and you forget it and go on about your business into whatever you have going on. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But this particular December, I thought about it, put down some ideas, and then in February, in March, everything shut down. So uh, we had time to work on it. So I just I sat in my basement because uh, my wife was sort of tired of seeing me after a while. So I said, I'm going down here. So uh, I worked on it in the basement while we were in uh, quarantine there in March. And uh, things just came together. So where can folks get this CD? It's available on Apple Music. Download it there. You can listen to it there. It's on Spotify. It's on all the major platforms. Give it a listen if you want to. Do you think you'll do others now that you've got a taste of, of making a Christmas music CD? I hope to. Here I'm teaching at Anderson University, mm-hmm. and uh, we're developing with our commercial music and worship leadership departments a, um, a record label here so that we'll be able to put out material on a regular basis here um, as a part of our degree program. Now, you've had graduates of um, Anderson University who have gone on to making singing a professional career. Oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, Chris Brown from uh, Elevation Music Mm -hmm. uh, is one of our graduates. He hangs out with us and uh, is really a supporter of our department. Lee McDermott is a worship leader at um, New Spring Church, which is arguably one of the biggest churches in the country. It's it goes between one and two in the rankings, if however they rank churches. <laughs> but, but a lot of graduates out there working. I want to ask you one last question. When you get an idea to compose music, do you um, immediately put it on your phone? Do you write down the notes? Well, typically, you know, if you some ideas you think of, you're usually not near the computer or near a place where you can write that down or get it where you need it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I use the voice memo a lot on the phone. Okay. Um, especially if it's a song with lyrics or something like that, I'll hit that voice memo if I'm away at a piano or something like that and I play something that I want to remember, I'll, I'll use the voice memo again. Those are really good, but you, know, you can email them to yourself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, keep record of that. I try to keep and I try to encourage all the students to keep a a hook book or just that's what we call it, but just a, a book of ideas so that you can you can bring back things that you create throughout time as you're going riding around in your car or you're waking up in the middle of the night. Because uh, a lot of times you come up with great ideas and then you forget them the next day and right, it's all right. over. What's your favorite format? Oh man. Yeah. I, I really like to hear things that are different. I love to listen to to pop music. You know, I'll listen to Billie Eilish, but I'll also listen to 
uh, Eric Whitaker mm-hmm. or a new classical composer. I just like to keep my hands into everything that's truly creative and moving to a place, uh, especially music that, that I may not be familiar with. I'm just uh. intrigued with hearing. How did they get that sound? Let me dig into that and figure it out. Thank you very much for joining me today. It's been great. And also, I want to make sure people know that they can listen to Guitar for Christmas. And again, uh, tell us how we can get that. It's on Apple Music. Okay. It's on Spotify. It's on all of the uh, streaming platforms. So you can go there. If if you have uh, Amazon Unlimited, you can just say, Alexa, play Joe Weehunt music. I love it. It's a jazzy Christmas music combination. I, I don't know what, any other word I can use to describe it. But when I heard it, I said, oh, I got to get this guy in here because I love music. And uh, we've had great. the good fortune of working together in the studio on different projects, too. So um, I know your background. And I go, this guy loves his music. And uh, we got to talk about <laughs> that. So thanks again, Joe Weehan. Anytime. Want to talk to you about your new music. Come on in. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you having me. You've been listening to Spotlight Conversations with Donna Reed. Subscribe on Apple and Spotify podcasts or your favorite platform. Thanks for tuning in. 